0: Has any member of your family had any illness out of the ordinary? Yeah, they have. What kind? One of my sons has a seizure disorder and uh,
1: my oldest daughter has had two miscarriages.
0: Are you aware that some of your neighbors have had leukemia in their families? Yes, I am. You think it's the water? Al, that water
2: hasn't made anybody sick.
0: How do you know? I just do. There's a lot of people in my neighborhood that are dead
3: or dying, Mr. Chesman, from something. Look, if I, uh, if I took a hundred pennies, I threw them up in the air, about half of them would land heads and the other half tails, right? Now, if I looked around closely, I'd probably find some, uh, some heads grouped together in a cluster. What does that mean? Does that mean anything? See, no one knows what causes leukemia, no one knows what caused that cluster.
0: I know what happened. And I know who did it.
2: The new world, with all its power and mind, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation.
3: It was the same day.
1: This is Ed Hoffman and welcome to the main event. Open up with that scene from the movie, a civil action. You know, hey, I know what happened and I know who did it. You know what? Uh, I think uh, we're all saying that this week as uh, you see what we talked about in the first in the first half about this uh, Wuhan virus thing. Uh, is this stuff news? You know, uh COVID came from a lab leak. Uh we'll talk more about that after I introduce myself. And that song was uh Stick, Save Us From Ourselves from their uh, new album came out about two years ago. Save us from ourselves. You know what uh Hope for a Miracle to save us from ourselves. You know, we're seeing uh what's going on with our uh with our uh our our brainless our brainless, clueless uh president and his brainless clueless incompetent uh diverse staff and uh, everything that's going on in this country is is just you know that you know that the uh, the leaders around the world china, china and russia are just watching and say hey we only have we only have a year and a half left a year and 9 months left while biden's in there if we're going to make a move this is this is uh, the time to do it while uh while uh united states is basically a ship without an oar without a rudder we're no. we have no we have no leadership we have no uh no direction and it's uh scary and we're gonna need a miracle to save us from ourselves this time so anyway uh i'm gonna talk about a lot of what's going on this week that is uh that is uh highlighted by the by the lack of leadership and the Uh, lack of direction of our country. But before I do, let me introduce myself. For those who don't know me, my name's Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage Corporation. If you're ready to get involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate, and believe me, there's fantastic opportunities. And while while you see the last week's uh, or last month's jobs report uh, created a big, huge jump in interest rates, uh, we're hoping that the end of next week, uh, the new jobs report for February is going to clear all that all that uh, fantasy up that we came out with um, right before the State of the Union, uh, the beginning of February. So we're hoping that, we're seeing that that will change it, but understand a lot of people backed off from buying houses because interest rates jumped up a whole percent um, after that jobs report. So that's some opportunity out there that – A lot less competition for houses. So if you're out there shopping, um, you might have a lot less competition. You might be able to get a uh, more reasonable offer accepted because a lot of people have just backed out of the market. I'm waiting for the rates to come down, and they'll probably come down before you close escrow. Um, We're hoping hoping, uh, we're going to see a big drop. Uh, next week. So anyway, uh, if you're interested in getting in, involved in any of those fantastic opportunities, you need financing, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, dear night, toll free area code 855-640-2020. If you want to get in touch with me, but you don't want to talk on the phone because it's so personal, go do the 2023 way. Go to edhoffman.net, dot net. Click on the United American Mortgage logo and uh, do the cyber thing. Uh, put in your uh, your username and your password and uh, create an account. Put in as much information as you want me to have. Tell me how much information you want back and you'll hear back from myself or one of my talented teammates and we'll help you find the missing pieces to your real estate financing puzzle. Whether that's uh, refinancing a piece of property you own or... or uh, purchasing a piece of property that you'd like to own, whether that be in California or another state, and uh, or if you're over 62 and you think that, uh, hey, I've got more life left and I have money, I'd like to see how I can use some of my equity to uh, supplement that and uh, check out one of those reverse mortgage things everybody's talking about. 855-640-2020 or net. Click on the United American Mortgage logo. Um, if you want to hear any part of the uh, show repeated, you missed part of it or you just didn't... Uh, couldn't find you. Couldn't find yourself in front of a radio when it was the the time I'm on the radio. Uh, stay on EdHoffman.net. Go to click on the podcast page. You can hear this show as well as several past shows and listen to them on demand. You can also get the podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes, Apple Podcasts, where you can subscribe for free and have them download automatically weekly. After I record Friday mornings, it uploads Friday afternoons, and it'll download to your device shortly thereafter. And if you have comments on the show, send me an email to ed at edhoffman.net. Um, okay, so let's talk about let's talk about uh, what we know, what we know happened, and and who we know did it, who we knew did it, and uh, the revelations. You know, I posted posts on social media. Wait, coronavirus came from the a leak from the Wuhan lab. Why is this breaking news? We all knew it. We just, uh, that just wasn't the story we're getting from the media uh, or the government uh, over the last three years. A new Department of Energy report concluded that the, what the rest of us all knew, that the COVID was engineered by a Chinese scientist in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Since the left is mocking the fact that it came from the Department of Energy, let's get that part out of the way. First, the report was actually released by the Energy Department's Office of Intelligence and Counterintelligence. And the Energy Department oversees a network of laboratories throughout the U.S., some of which are engaged in high-level biological research. So they are, they are highly qualified to research this. But the only reason we know about it is that the classified report was given to key members of Congress, and some of them, obviously Republicans, tipped off the Wall Street Journal. So these, uh, these reports are out there, but while the Democrats are in charge, we just don't hear about them. We don't know what new intelligence led the Energy Department to change its position, but we do know this. Other intelligence agencies are still, quote-unquote, undecided on the origin of the virus, which means they know the lab leak theory is true, but they can't say so because then it exposes the cover-up even more. From the Wall Street Journal article, the National Intelligence Council, which conducts long-term strategic analysis, and four agencies that officials declined to identify, still assess that the virus came about through natural transmission from an infected animal, according according to this updated report. The CIA and another agency that officials wouldn't name remain undecided between the lab leak and natural transmission. Undecided? Yeah, right, sure. And this week we learned that the FBI already concluded back in October of 21 the virus was the result of a lab leak. Really? I don't remember hearing that. They concluded this in October of 21. Why didn't they tell the rest of us? If you if you didn't know that, most of us probably didn't. It's because we were supposed to forget all about the origins of COVID. Joe Biden is president now, so it's all sunshine and rainbows from here on out. So, uh, you know, they didn't think it was important for us to hear about that. So they buried the FBI's conclusion in a declassified report from the broader intelligence community. That way, we'd see headlines like this one from CNN. U.S. Intelligence Community Releases Full Declassified Report That Does Not Determine the Origin of COVID-19. Well, that's what the headline said anyway. Here's how the article began. Remember, this is October 21. The U.S. Intelligence Community Released a Declassified Report That Confirmed It Has Not Reached a Conclusion on the Origins of COVID-19. The 17-page report from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence offered no new conclusions. The intelligence community remained split about whether the virus originated naturally or escaped from a lab. When you get about halfway through the article, you see this, this subheading. FBI had moderate confidence in lab leak theory, according to two sources. Oh, that's interesting. Well, the FBI is a pretty important intelligence agency, so... Why did CNN bury their conclusion so deep in the story? Back to the article. Two sources familiar with the matter tell CNN that the moderate confidence assessment came from the FBI. That's it? That's all they said? Let's see. Moderate confidence assessment came from the FBI. They don't want to say anything more about that? And that's why none of us knew that the FBI had already concluded 14 months ago that COVID was engineered in a Wuhan lab. But the FBI director, Christopher Wray, seems to think, and of course the FBI director doesn't seem to, to say anything that is interesting or revealing to us normally, but apparently there's new sheriffs in town, so he's probably feeling uh, the eyes of impeachment looking at him, or maybe he's uh, maybe he's just coming to his senses and saying, eh, I better start telling the truth. So uh, he seems to think we've all known about their conclusion this whole time. Here he is this week with Fox's Brett Baer.
2: So uh, as you note, Brett, uh, the FBI has for quite some time now assessed that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan.
1: As you know, how would we have known that? As you know, the FBI has has, uh, concluded that it most likely came from a lab leak. How would we have known it? As you know, I don't get that. Meanwhile, some unnamed U.S. official keeps telling the media to remind us that none of the intelligence agencies think China intended to use this virus as a bioweapon. Yeah, okay. NBC News said the Energy Department's classified report maintains the consensus that COVID was not the result of a Chinese bioweapon, the U.S. official said. Hmm. Hmm. You know what, the reason that they don't want to conclude that is because then that would that would require for the government to act with strength. Hey, you know what, you guys uh, sent a bioweapon over to our uh, country, and uh, now we're going to have to do something about it. You sent a bioweapon across the world, and, uh, and I've said this a million times. You know what, if you, if you lived in the city of Wuhan, you couldn't get out. You couldn't come out of your house, no one could get into that city, no one could get out of that city. Unless you wanted to get on an international flight to another country. Hmm, that's peculiar to me. Sounds like they knew what they were doing and they were spreading it out to the rest of the world. The Washington Post said, energy department officials maintain that the virus wasn't developed as a bioweapon. Really? Because the energy department says, don't. they're telling the energy department, don't say that because then Biden's going to actually have to talk to Xi Jinping and he's going to have to He's gonna to have to, uh, you know, send a strongly worded letter. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to say in front of the microphones that he called Xi Jinping and and uh, and uh, uh, countered him with that. But we know that on on uh, the fact that Biden has no common sense, no consciousness, and no brains. There's there's two other things that he doesn't have as well. Uh, and even the Wall Street Journal, who broke the story in the first place. The update reaffirmed existing consensus that COVID-19 wasn't the result of a Chinese biological weapons program, according to people who have read the classified report. This makes me think. This makes me think of, uh, uh, hey, you know, the Chinese sent a balloon over our country, and we didn't know exactly what it was doing besides sucking up information, but it could have been doing anything. Could have been dripping uh, biological weapons into our country. We don't know. But somehow we decided not to shoot it down until it went all the way over the country. Well, guess who d- disagrees with that? That report that uh, that the Chinese biological weapons wasn't happening. Who disagrees with that? FBI Director Christopher Wray. He's just full of surprises this week.
2: We step back for a second. You know the FBI has folks, agents, professionals, analysts, virologists, microbiologists, et cetera, who focus specifically on the dangers of biological threats, which include things like novel viruses, like COVID, uh, and the concerns that in the wrong hands, some bad guys, a hostile nation state, a terrorist, a criminal, uh, the threats that those, those could pose. So here you're talking about a potential leak from a Chinese government-controlled lab that killed millions of Americans, and that's precisely what that capability uh, was designed for.
1: So if that's the case, why have we been so nice to China? If the, if the FBI knows that, that, uh, that they're designing a biological weapon and, and releasing it to other countries and it's killing millions of people, why are we being so nice about it? Hmm, this doesn't make any sense to me. Of course, since common sense has no place in the Biden administration. On Tuesday, House Republicans held the first hearing of their new COVID investigation subcommittee, officially called the Select Subcommittee on Coronavirus Pandemic. We're finally getting to uh, getting the committee investigations that matter, folks. So far, uh, Kevin McCarthy has not disappointed. Uh, Republicans called Dr. Marty McCary, professor at Johns Hopkins University, to testify. And in his opening statement, he was pretty powerful.
4: The reason this is even an issue is that it's embarrassing we funded the lab. If we had not funded the lab, 100% of Americans would say this is obvious. This is a no-brainer. The epicenter of the world is five miles from one of the only high-level virology labs in China. The doctors initially were arrested and forced to sign uh, non-disclosure gag documents. The Lab reports have been destroyed. They've not been turned over. The sequences reported from the lab to the NIH database were deleted by a request from Chinese scientists that called over early on and said, delete those sequences we put in the database. And two leading virologists, top virologists in the United States, Dr. Michael Farzan from Scripps and Dr. Robert Gary from Tulane told Dr. Fauci on his emergency call in January of 2020, when he was scrambling soon after learning that the NIH was funding the lab, they both said that it was likely from the lab. Both scientists changed their tunes days later in the media, and then both scientists received $9 million subsequent in funding from the NIH. It's a no brainer that it came from the lab. I mean, at this point, it's impossible to acquire any more information and if you did it would only be affirmative
1: wow january 2020 before we all got locked down they informed uh, dr fauci that that it was uh that it was a lab leak that's not what we heard from fauci was it not at all and uh remember back when lord god tony fauci was running the country here's what the media, media dutifully reported at the time
0: A conspiracy theory going around that the coronavirus
2: originated and was perhaps man-made inside a lab in China. And then there's this theory, widely debunked. This paper from two Chinese researchers that says it is plausible that the virus leaked accidentally from one of two labs near the Wuhan seafood market.
4: This question about the Wuhan lab, we know that it's been debunked that this virus was man-made or modified or anything like that.
5: Just weeks ago, Dr. Anthony Fauci rejected the conspiracy that coronavirus was man-made in a lab in Wuhan, China. And yet, this week, Donald Trump is still pushing the debunked bunkum. A lot of people on the right love that phrase, escape from the lab, because it sounds like
4: something from a Marvel movie or a comic book. Both scientists and the U.S. intelligence community agree that this coronavirus was not man-made. That is not a possibility.
1: Yeah, remember uh, the reason that the media tells us we don't want Donald J. Trump back in the White House because he says uh, such offensive things. Remember, like, when, uh, when this was happening in... And Donald Trump was saying that it came from China and it was the China virus. The China virus and they were making fun of him about that. Well, what do we know now? Donald Trump was right. You know what? Donald Trump's in there, he's not one of the good old boys from the political from the political realm that just goes along because, hey, hey, just don't say anything. We're all getting rich on this stuff. Donald Trump came in there already rich he he went in there to make some changes in this country for the better and to be transparent and of course he called it the china virus and everybody insulted him that he's being oh you're being prejudiced against chinese people and there's going to be a there's going to be a backlash against chinese americans okay then i guess chinese americans should should stand up and say hey the country that we came from did this to us and they should stand as americans you know what? There shouldn't be Chinese Americans and Japanese Americans and Black Americans and and Asian Americans and it should just be Americans. And then we're all on the same team. Then there's then there's no reason to there's not. You know what? Back in the back in the old days when we uh, became the United States it was a melting pot. People came from all different cultures because they wanted to melt into our culture. Nowadays we can't offend anybody because hey, their culture is something else. We need to respect that. Maybe we need to take a few steps back and remember how the United States became the United States and while people that came from other countries, why they came here. So we remember, we've known this stuff for the past year, even though it was suppressed and downplayed. Exactly one year ago, we heard about the sequence of cover-up events. It all started in January 2020, when unknown virus from China first made its way to the United States. This is some of Brett Bear's report from February of last year.
5: January 2020, the world first learns that patients in Wuhan, China are suffering serious complications from an unknown virus. By mid-month, the first U.S. case of COVID is reported in Washington state. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the head of the agency's Infectious Diseases Institute, is warned COVID may have leaked from a Chinese government-run lab, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. January 27th, Fauci is told the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases has been indirectly funding the Wuhan lab through EcoHealth Alliance, a U.S. based scientific nonprofit that had been working with novel coronaviruses. January 31st, Dr. Christian Anderson, a noted virologist at the Scripps lab, privately tells Fauci some of COVID 19's features potentially look engineered. Fauci reacts immediately and organizes an all-hands-on-deck conference call with colleagues. Notes of that hastily arranged meeting obtained by Fox News reveal suspicions of a Wuhan lab leak are suppressed over concerns that public revelations of Chinese involvement would do, quote, great potential harm to science and international harmony. Quote, further debate about such accusations would unnecessarily distract top researchers from their active duties and do unnecessary harm to science in general and science in China in particular.
1: So who said that on that call? It was the head of the National Institute of Health, Dr. Francis Collins, who is Tony Fauci's boss. Remember him? He's the one who, who's always talking about how great other countries were at communicating with us on their COVID numbers as if we gave a... As if we cared. (laughs) Collins retired in October of 21 just when some of the cover-up was starting to be exposed. I'm sure that's just a coincidence. That's not why he retired. Just coincidental. And what a retirement it was as Collins subjected us to his talent. Remember this?
2: But though we're doing better here, those
6: other countries' cries we hear, there are our family
1: too. Oh, I'm glad that there are our family too. We only, we, we, we don't care about United the U.S. first. It's not America first anymore. It's globalism. The Fox News report shows how over the next 3 months Collins continued to pressure Fauci over calls and emails to kill the lab leak lab leak theory which Collins called a very destructive conspiracy very destructive because it might uh might interrupt uh uh global global harmony global har- international harmony and of course uh uh you know the the medical research in China. So that's why from January through April Fauci pushed the wet wet market theory, also known as the jumping species theory, the bat theory, or the pangolin theory. Meanwhile, some of the virologists who were on these calls with Fauci and Collins started changing their tune. As Dr. McCary said, releasing new reports that backed up Fauci's wet market theory, and McCary said they were rewarded for, uh, rewarded for it almost immediately.
5: More than a month later, we now learn Drs. Christian Anderson and Robert Garry Two of the authors of that scientific report who were in close contact with Dr. Fauci are awarded a nearly $9 million research grant from Fauci's agency. A month after that, Dr. Peter Daszak of EcoHealth Alliance, the group that did the original U.S.-funded experiments with the Chinese at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, received a $7.5 million grant over five years from Dr. Fauci.
1: So Fauci's Fauci's organization gave out... 9 million plus 9 million plus 7.5 million, 24.5 million dollars in in research grants to keep everybody quiet. Hey I'm all out of time for the first half of the main event. Stay tuned for five minutes, weather, traffic, commercials, and sports, and I'll be back with the whole rest of the story. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. If you've heard my show, The Main Event, or read my book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, then you know that I think like you do, and that's what you want when you're looking for someone to advise you on real estate financing. Whether you're thinking of financing a piece of property you'd like to own, or refinancing a piece of property you already own, or if you or your spouse are over 62 and you'd like to find out more about that reverse mortgage thing that everyone is talking about, and whether that property is in California or another state where you'd like to go to Escape, California... I can help you find the solution that's right for you and in step with your short-term and long-term plans. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, day or night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo.
0: Ed Hoffman and ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation and MLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation
3: is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate.
0: AM 590. The answer. Yeah, the truth.
1: And welcome back to the main event. My name's Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. I don't talk a lot about uh, real estate and finance on the radio, uh, but I could. I do talk a lot about not talking about it. But uh, if you're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities out there to buy, refinance, or reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who thinks like you to guide you towards uh, the right decisions for you, call me 855-640-2020 that's 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net, click on the United American Mortgage logo and then do the cyber thing so anyway um in the first half first half we're talking about uh the revelation that coronavirus covid-19 came from the a leak from the Wuhan lab of a uh, uh, Wuhan lab and it was potentially Human engineered. It wasn't just something that came out of there, but they actually engineered it. And of course, the government's telling us it wasn't engineered as a bioweapon, but common sense and and, uh, logically thinking brains are uh, telling us that that's really not the truth. And of course, for the last three years, as we heard about, as we uh, heard the media mock President Donald J. Trump about. Uh, everything he said about it hey you know what the the cure cannot be worse than the disease and hey we got to get our economy back going and hey this is the china virus and hey you should uh we should use all these uh all these uh uh solutions all these solutions and all these medications that we already have that seem to be uh fighting the that seem to be uh effective against the coronavirus now we can't listen to that because no one's going to make any money on that uh, you know, uh, we're not going to make any money on uh, what was that uh, that stuff that they use for malaria. Oh, uh, hydroxychloroquine. Hey, you know what? They give out 43,000 doses of that a day in the military, um, but we can't use that because that F- Fauci won't make any money and no one else will make any money on that. And you notice that these uh, COVID vaccines that we don't know what, what they do to us. You realize that you're still seeing advertisements for them during the Super Bowl. And every time you call the uh, a pharmacy, yet yeah, before you can actually talk to somebody, you have to listen to a uh, to a vaccine commercial. That hey, we have the vaccines available, and they're free. Hmm. You have to beware when a government wants to stick a needle in your arm, and it's free. I don't know. Common sense told me don't do it. So me and my family, we did not get the vaccine. Doesn't mean we didn't get the the. COVID-19, we did get it twice, but so did everybody else that got the vaccine, and it wasn't that terrible. So uh, so this week, uh, someone had to get Tony Fauci on the record about the energy department's conclusion. Three years after he started lecturing America that the lab leak theory was a conspiracy, here's what the soon-to-be canonized St. Fauci told the Boston Globe this week.
0: We must all keep an open mind as to all possibilities need to be entertained. Do you think we'll ever know how the pandemic originated? Might not. It very well might not. We may not ever know. That's unfortunate, but that's the possibility that we
1: might not ever know. Yeah, he hopes we may that we may never know. He hopes that we don't because he's going to have to answer for something there uh, when it all comes out and it's coming out. It reminds me of uh, of this scene from uh, the movie A Few Good Men.
2: I personally give each man a thorough physical examination. Private Santiago was given a clean bill
3: of health. That's why it had to be poison, right, Commander? Because Lord knows if you put a man with a serious coronary condition on duty with a clean bill of health and that man died from a heart-related incident, you'd have a lot to answer for, wouldn't you, Doctor?
1: Yeah, you'd have a lot to answer for. Hey, you know, Lord knows that if, uh, if we find out that COVID-19 came from a uh, uh biologically human engineered uh virus in a uh, in a lab in China that your institution was funding you'd have a lot to answer for, wouldn't you dr fauci so but when we look at the cover up, we can't forget that the research itself was signed off by fauci. We played it earlier on january twenty seventh twenty twenty fauci supposedly learned. That the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, the NIAID, which Fauci was the director of for 32 years, funded the Wuhan lab through EcoHealth Alliance, an American nonprofit doing the gain of function experiments with the Chinese scientists in Wuhan. A few months later, EcoHealth Alliance was awarded a $7.5 million grant from NIAID Fauci's Institute. But Fauci had the nerve to call Rand Paul a liar when testifying under oath. In, tw- in 2021.
4: Mr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract That statement. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. You're saying that's not gain of function.
0: That is correct. And and Senator Paul, you do not know what you
4: are talking about. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals, and they increased their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function? It is not. It's a dance, and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for 4 million people dying around the world. You are implying that what
0: we did was responsible for the deaths of individual i totally resent and that and if anybody is lying here senator it is you
1: yeah remember uh rand paul a senator from uh, kentucky is also a medical doctor so so he knows he he's probably the best person to uh to cross examine fauci on this on this whole subject and uh, and don't forget remember this prediction from january of 2017 the one liberals used to show how wise Tony Fauci is. Maybe it actually shows how sinister he is. And remember, this was the same month that Donald Trump was inaugurated as the president. The topic today is the issue of pandemic uh, preparedness. And if there's one message that I
0: want to leave with you today based on my experience, and you'll see that in a moment, is that there is no question that there will be a challenge, to the coming administration, in the arena of infectious diseases, both chronic infectious diseases in the sense of already ongoing disease, and we have certainly a large burden of that, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. Now, the history of the last 32 years that I've been the director of NIAID will tell the next administration that
1: there's no doubt in anyone's mind. That they will be faced with the challenges that their predecessors were faced with. How would he know, without question, that there's going to be a surprise outbreak three years later? Is it because, uh, like the uh, the CIA guy uh, uh, Peter Strzok said to his uh, his girlfriend, that we're not going to let Trump get elected, and uh, if he does, we're going to have a we have to have a uh, insurance policy to get rid of him. And uh, whether that's impeachment for a variety of reasons that uh, didn't make any sense or w- worst case, we're going to create a we're, they're going to create an outbreak worldwide so that there's a reason to have all mail in voting so that the Dem- Democrats can cheat and get rid of Donald Trump. These guys must be really, really sinister. Well, we can't have uh, Donald Trump in office because he's not from our good old boys club. And he's going to expose all this stuff where we're skimming money off the taxpayer fund and we're all getting rich and uh, the fact that people go into office with with a uh, very little net worth and come out gazillionaires, I still don't know why, I still don't know why we haven't had an uprising from the people to say, "Hey, why is this? Why is this why how How is this happening? How is this happening?" And it's not just happening to a few people happening all over there. So that was three years before COVID emerged, but it goes back even further with Fauci. Here's Steve Hilton, host of uh, Fox's The Next Revolution. The
3: question is not just whether it leaked from the lab, but what it was that leaked. And that points back here to America and specifically to Dr. Anthony Fauci. And the reason that no one wants to really tell the truth about this, we laid it all out over two years ago on Fox and on my show, is that Anthony Fauci, a lot of people say, how could he possibly be behind this? He's the hero of the pandemic. How could he be the cause of the pandemic? The reason is that for over a decade, he has been the global champion, the leading advocate for gain of function research. So when people say rather loosely, Fauci funded the lab and that's the uh, responsibility there, it's much worse than that. He commissioned the work, and it fits with his pattern of supporting this research. In 2011, in the Washington Post, Dr. Fauci wrote these words, engineering a potentially dangerous virus in a laboratory is a risk worth Taking, He took that risk. He broke the rules put in place by the Obama administration in 2014 to do it. He broke the new rules put in place by the Trump administration in 2017 to do it. It is a massive scandal that we here in America, Dr. Fauci specifically, are the cause of the global pandemic.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's and I and I sit here and I think about what would be the object of this? Why would, would it be a worth uh, risk worth taking to engineer a dangerous virus? And it's all about money. It's all about money. And if you read the articles, apparently uh, Tony Fauci had a net, had a net worth of seven and a half million dollars uh, at the beginning of COVID, and now he's got twelve and a half million dollar net worth. And I say, at eighty one years old, seven and a half million is not enough. I don't understand what the what makes what makes people want money so bad that they'll they'll do things that are dangerous to so many people and here's the here's the biggest conflict his wife dr christine grady uh mrs tony fauci is what what is called a bioethicist and we had to we had to have a discussion and figure out what that meant so she studies she studies uh what is the ethical thing to do for people in uh in biological research and in the medical medical uh you know hey what's what is the right thing to do? What's what's the ethical thing to do? And uh, she's married to Tony Fauci, who's funding all these dangerous viruses and uh, getting rich off of it. And I don't know, doesn't make sense to me. That's like a Republican marrying a Democrat. I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But hey, I'm me, and a lot of things don't make any sense to me because I just a logically thinking person. So anyway, let's talk about uh, the the Supreme Court of the United States. Here's uh, the student loan uh, forgiveness case. Um, they heard oral arguments in two cases this week that challenged Biden's $400 billion student loan forgiveness plan. And it's not looking good for the administration as the court's conservative majority seems deeply skeptical of the legality of wiping $400 billion worth of debt over the next three decades. Of course, we're not wiping out debt. We're just transferring it from people who who uh, borrowed Borrowed thousands of dollars so they can go have a four-year party. They get degrees that don't give them a job that they couldn't got without the degree, and uh, and they're transferring them over to the taxpayers. And when you look at the look at the realize that you know about eighty percent of all the taxes are paid by five percent five percent of the people. Um, as part of that five percent, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't mind paying my bills, and I don't mind paying for for uh, what we need to support our country. But I don't like. Paying for everybody else's uh, everybody else's bills, that decided to just take out take out loans to send their kids to college, um, to do nothing but party, smoke smoke weed, and uh, turn into Democrats. Indoctrination. Uh, a recap of the plan Biden announced in August: it would cancel ten thousand dollars in federal student loan debt for those those making less than one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year, or households with less than two hundred fifty thousand in income per year which means basically people that got got degrees and the result of those degrees wasn't making any more money than anybody else could make. Pell Grant recipients who typically demonstrate more financial need will get an additional 10000 in debt forgiven. I mean debt transferred over to us taxpayers. And this applies not to only those who obtain loans for undergraduate degrees, but those who obtain graduate school loans as well, which they should be making even more money. The plan makes 43 million borrowers eligible for some debt forgiveness and with 20 million who could have have their debt erased entirely. So again, uh not a not not um debt forgiven debt just transferred to us. Now to the cases before the court. The first case involves six Republican dominated states, Nebraska, Missouri, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas and South Carolina challenging the programs in the lower court. The lower court dismissed the suit, saying the states could not challenge the program because they were not harmed by it. In other words, they don't have standing. But a panel of three appellate judges on the Eighth, court, Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals, all of them appointed by Republican presidents, put the program on hold during an appeal. At that time, the Supreme Court agreed to weigh in. The case presented the court another chance to draw the lines around when the executive branch can can and cannot act without Congress without abusing separation of powers, as said here by the Chief Justice, John Roberts. Most casual observers would say, if you're going to give up that much
0: amount of money, if you're going to affect the obligations of that many Americans on a subject that's of great controversy... They would think that's something for Congress to act on. And if they haven't acted on it, then maybe that's a good lesson to say for the uh, uh, president or or the um, uh, administrative bureaucracy that maybe that's not something they should undertake on their own.
1: So and that's pretty common for John Roberts to not take a position to say Congress should do it or the voters should do it like he did with uh, whether Obamacare was was uh, violating uh, uh, constitutional rights. So uh, that's the first case. The second case, the Department of Education versus Brown, was brought by two individuals who didn't qualify for full benefits of the plan and want to block it from implementation. The plaintiffs are Myra Brown, who doesn't qualify because she took out commercial loans instead of government loans, and Alexandra Taylor, who only qualifies for $10,000 without a Pell Grant. So Myra Brown said, hey, I want to get a loan so I could pay for my college. And she went to a bank and got her own loan instead of doing the government guaranteed student loan, and she qualified based on her uh, her financial her financial uh, uh, ability to pay them back. And Alexander Taylor uh, took out he uh, he only qualified for ten thousand, so I don't qualify for the whole twenty thousand. So I want to stop it. I'm not sure that that is uh, any any great any great uh, honorable thing. Well, I only get ten thousand, so I'm gonna. I'm going to fight this. Well, it should be fought, but I don't know that that's the reason we fight it. Texas-based U.S. District Court Judge Mark Pittman, a Trump appointee, sided with the plaintiffs and ruled to block the program, saying Biden administration did not have clear authorization from Congress to implement it. A federal appeals court left uh, Pittman's ruling in place, and the Supreme Court agreed to take up the case along with the state's challenge. So once again, we're talking about whether the president has the authority to act without Congress. And, of course, it reminds me of a movie clip, this one from the movie Frost Nixon. And I have always maintained what they were doing, what we were all doing, was not criminal. Look, when you're
0: in office, you got to do a lot of things sometimes that are not always, in the strictest
3: sense of the law, legal. But you do them because they're in the greater interests of the nation. Right, wait, just so I understand correctly. Are you really saying that in certain situations, the president can decide whether it's in the best interests of the nation, and then... Do something illegal. I'm saying that when the president does it, that means it's not illegal.
1: I'm sorry. That's what I believe. Well, you know what? That's what Biden believes, too. If he does it, it's not illegal. No. Biden administration says he has the power to act based on the 2003 federal law, Higher Education Relief Opportunities for Students Act, also known as the HEROES Act which authorized the government to waive or modify student financial assistance during war or national emergencies. But as we all know, that law was enacted to help anyone saddled with student loan debt while serving our country overseas after 9-11. Regardless, the Biden administration has relied on the HEROES Act for all, all the pausing of student loan payments during COVID. So remember, anybody with a student loan hasn't been making payments for three years. And I think, and as I understand, it was supposed to go back into effect. Uh, people were supposed to start uh, making their payments in March, and I guess he delayed it again until sometime in the fall. As Justice Kavanaugh said this week, Congress did not specifically authorize the Heroes Act to be a loan cancellation or forgiveness program, just to delay the just to delay having to make payments during these uh, unforeseen circumstances. It was designed for our troops to get a pause on their student loan payments while they were serving. And if they made tuition payments for classes they couldn't attend because they were deployed, then they would be allowed to get a refund. So Kavanaugh said the Biden administration has pursued a massive new program here. This seems problematic. So in other words, he's making stuff up just to make uh, make some uh, some points with the voters right before the midterms. Another conservative justice who's skeptical is Neil Gorsuch. People who've
0: paid their loans, people who um, don't have planned their lives around not seeking loans um, and people who are not eligible for loans in the first place, and that a half a trillion dollars is being diverted to one group of favored persons over others.
1: Yeah, so uh, it's not fair to, you know, it it helps 43 million people, but there's another 300 million people here it doesn't doesn't affect but it pushes all that debt over to the taxpayers and those 43 million people that did that did that for their own benefit whether it was a smart decision or not a smart decision we made we made guaranteed student loans available and just like what happened in the uh, sub uh, in the uh subprime mortgage days Making, uh, making financing available just pushes the price of the houses up. Making financing available pushes the price of universities up. And the university just pocketed all that money. Um, outside the quarter, all the usual suspects were on hand making a scene. Here's uh, Elon Omar Nur-Said Elmi, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Taliban, and uh, Elizabeth Warren.
2: They want this radicalized extremist Supreme Court to take away the hope that the President of the United States has given those of us who have been
3: rallying for this cause. Callous and spiteful Republican officials disconnected from the hardship of everyday folks who are burdened by this debt. This unhinged Supreme Court can make all these
5: decisions, but we're not going anywhere. The President of the United States, I hope they can hear me, does have the legal authority to cancel debt. Let me be very clear about this. We are here
6: today because President Biden has the legal authority to cancel student loan debt.
1: Well, you're here today because he has the authority, but it sounds like the Supreme Court and just plain common sense thinkers uh, are leaning towards the opposite, that maybe he doesn't. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with this craziness. Hey, anything that we can do to get get, uh, people that get stuff for free to give us votes. So it's another week of highly concerning comments from the president himself. Things kicked off with an ABC uh, News interview with David Muir, where Biden blamed the media for the fact that Americans don't like having to scrape while paying for twice as much for food and utilities.
0: Our latest ABC News poll shows four in 10 Americans say they're worse off than when you were elected. Only 16 percent said they were better off. So why is that? Why aren't Americans feeling this
6: well look i think it's it goes well beyond the economy think about it you make the new, i mean you interview for the news can you think of anything i turn on the television and Go. god that makes me feel good almost anything everything is in the
1: negative yeah everything's in the negative i wonder why because about everything you do has a negative impact on the on the entire country i don't know uh, cut off the energy energy production and our gas our gas prices go up. Everybody's got uh, you know ten times the size of a normal natural gas bill to heat their homes this month, and uh, and of course the uh, the cost of groceries. Uh, you know I just don't understand how people are are surviving this. People that make normal normal size uh, incomes, you know, middle America, how they're affording. Uh, the giant bills that they hey it costs twice as much to fill your tank takes uh, twice as much to buy uh, to buy groceries to feed your family and you're expected to still have a life I don't know that just uh, amazes me it just uh, and and people want Biden to run again come on man so uh, then then he went to Virginia Beach to give remarks on the administration's plan to help American access health care. Wait a minute, a plan to help Americans access health care. Wait a minute, wasn't that the big effing thing that uh, Barack Obama signed into uh, law about 10 years ago? I don't know, uh, that thing called the Affordable Care Act? He rambled on about a variety of classic Biden subjects. His dad, MAGA Republicans, and uh, paying your fair share. My dad. (laughs) By the way.
6: You docs are good, but there's any angels in heaven, they're all nurses, male and female. My plan, that's uh, in stark contrast to, not, by the way, there's an awful lot of really good Republicans. But the MAGA Republicans are a different breed of cat. No, they're not bad or good, they're, just very, they're very different. If they have to pay out $150, 000, 159 000 billion billion <laughs> less for prescription drugs...
1: I want to make it clear, I'm going to raise some taxes. Really, that was coherent. What did he say again? Huh? I didn't hear any any logic to that. You know what? You may not have liked what the things that Trump said every time he got in front of the microphone, but it always made it always made a, a complete sentences. And as we find out three years later, hey, you know what? He was telling the truth about everything. And then uh, then things got really creepy for Joe Biden. When I was at Walter
6: Reed all that time after a couple cranial craniotomies, I was lying there and I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand him. She'd whisper, she'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was a, there was a connection, a human connection. She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because she didn't, knew the one I had, the wasn't comfortable.
1: Ew, that is creepy. That's the President of the United States folks. You guys need to be talking about this because there's there's still young youngsters out there and there's illegal aliens that they're gonna try and let let vote and uh, they're thinking they're gonna vote for Biden because Trump is so so mean with his tweets. Anyway, I'm all out of time for this episode of the main event. So my name is Ed Hoffman. Thanks for listening and I'll be back again with you. Next week. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with United American Mortgage. If you've heard my show, The Main Event, or read my book, Experience Matters, Here's Mine, then you know that I think like you do, and that's what you want when you're looking for someone to advise you on real estate financing. Whether you're thinking of financing a piece of property you'd like to own, or refinancing a piece of property you already own, or if you or your spouse are over 62 and you'd like to find out more about that reverse mortgage thing that everyone is talking about. And whether that property is in California or another state where you'd like to go to escape California, I can help you find the solution that's right for you and in step with your short-term and long-term plans. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, dear night, toll-free area code 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the United American Mortgage logo.
0: Ed Hoffman and MLS ID number 9921. United American Mortgage Corporation and MLS ID number 1942. United American Mortgage Corporation is an equal housing lender and licensed by the California Department of Real Estate. AM 590. The answer